What is this? What is this? Why am I tied up? Well, I just want to talk to you. We're not going to hurt you. Where am I? You recognize this? Do you recognize this? Hey, we want to help you. But to do that, we have to understand how to kill it. Why am I tied up? 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 Let me go! Let me go! Let me go! Let me go! Good morning, everybody. Yes, good Saturday morning. I know what you're thinking. You're probably looking at your listening buddy right now and saying, Saturday? I thought this show came out on Friday. It can't be Saturday. Well, everybody, it is Saturday, and the show is coming out right now. Due to technical difficulties, Stranger Danger Episode 16 was not able to be released on Friday, yesterday last night. That technical difficulty being, I fell asleep. So I was able to reboot my system, meaning I woke up, and now here we are, talking about Stranger Things. Episode 8, Season 2, The Mind Flayer. We don't have to call the Shadow Monster anymore. So should we waste any more time talking about my personal sleeping habits? Or should we just jump right into it. We're back with the main story, okay? So the little side story of Eleven, where we last left off, uh, Eleven had left her her punk criminals to come back and save all of our friends. And our friends uh, were, uh, there was the Demogorgon dogs that were almost going to attack uh, the, the kids and Steve but they ran off to the lab, and at the lab, the, they started showing up. So that's where we left off, and that's exactly where we pick up, pick up the uh, those Demogorgon dogs. That's what I'm calling them because they don't have a name yet, even though they get a name in this episode. So they start coming out of the hole, that, coming out of the gate, um, and we see Hopper and Owens there watching them. And Owens is like, oh, don't worry, it's probably carbonate something glass, but... That's not going to stop a monster. Those things start smashing and smashing through the glass. And Mike 
and Bob. Um, you know, they start, they run back to Will and Joyce, and they're like, we're too late, we're too late. There's panic in the lab. People are scrambling, running around all over the place. And uh, Mike realizes that uh, Will needs to be asleep. He realizes that if Will's the spy, and if Will's asleep, he can't be spying on them from the shadow monster. He needs to make Will sleep. What? He's a spy. If he knows where we are, so does the shadow monster. He's lying. He killed those soldiers. He'll kill us, too. He's lying. He's lying. He's lying. He's lying. He's lying. Those are gunshots. He's lying. He's lying. Will, Will, listen, listen. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Your, your, your mom. Hold him down. Okay. No, no, let go. No, no, let me go. Let go. Let me 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 go. Okay. First of all, the kid who plays Will, his acting in this episode is again just. Superb. Um, so they knock him out, you know, so that he he can't uh, see. The shadow monster can't see through Will anymore. Hopper and Owens show up. They grab Will, and they all start trying to run out together. But there's no really easy way to exit. I mean, you see military guys shooting and getting killed. And it's just complete, uh, complete anarchy going on. Not anarchy, but complete pandemonium. Um, so they, they, they are able to run into a security room. And they see all the Demogorgon attacks on these monitors, on these security monitors. And then, boom, the power goes out. We then cut over to the only part of this episode that really doesn't play into the story. Um, We see Billy in Max's house for the first time. Max is gone, and Billy's uh, listening to the Four Horsemen by Metallica while smoking and lifting weights, which is, you know, very healthy. Um, You can just see he's... He's trying to get himself ready to go out. He's got a date. I think he padded his, the bulge in his pants with a sock. Uh, and Billy and Max's parents get home. It's Billy's dad and Max's mom. Uh, and you can see kind of where Billy gets being such a jerk because his dad's an asshole. He's mad because Billy let uh, Max, you know, leave and not know where he is. She is. Uh, he hits him. Um, we see Billy crack for the first time. We see him cry a little bit. You see some sympathy with him. So I don't know what that means because the sympathy for him goes away uh, in the final episode. And, you know, I know that, you know, they wanted, uh, you know, Steve to be the bad guy, but they like the guy so much. So, um, you know, they, they kind of made him a, a more sympathetic, more enjoyable, more friendly, more likable character. I don't want them really to do that with Billy, uh, but they did at least give him some sympathy. Uh, but don't worry, we're still going to hate him. So we cut over to uh, Dustin, Lucas, Steve, and Max, and they're all in the woods walking uh, along the railroad tracks. Uh, they're basically trying to follow where the Demogorgons and Dart, uh, where they all went. Uh, and this is when it comes out during conversation that Dustin had Dart the entire time and it starts a little argument between Dustin and Lucas but when's he gonna molt again it's gotta be soon when he does he'll be fully grown or close to it so will his friends yeah and he's gonna eat a lot more than just cats wait a cat Dart ate a cat no what no what are you talking about he ate muse 
Muse? Who's Muse? It's Dustin's cat. Safe! I knew it! You kept him! No! No! No, I... No, I... He missed me. He wanted to come home. Bullshit! I didn't know he was a Demogorgon, oh, okay? So now you admit it. Guys, who cares? We have to go. I care! You put the party in jeopardy! You broke the rule of law! So did you! What? You told a stranger the truth! A stranger? You wanted to tell her, too! Yeah, but I didn't! Lucas, okay? I didn't tell her! We both broke the rule of law, okay? So we're even. We're even. No, no! We're not even! Don't even try that! Your stupid pet can eat us for dinner! That was not my fault! Hey, guys! He gonna eat us. Oh, so he was just trying to come and say hello! Guys! Hey, guys, why are you headed towards the south? Hello? Hello? Shit. So they all run towards the uh, noise and come to a clearing, a big open space where they can look kind of down upon the city and they see the powers all out and they, with binoculars, Lucas looks and notices that um, right in front of them is the lab and they realize that these monsters are going home. Inside the lab, uh, we have Owens and Hopper and Bob Newby. Um, they're trying to figure out how to put the power on. Um, and they realize, you know, Owens tells them that, you know, you need to reset these breakers. Bob stops them and he's like, you know, once you reset the breakers, you need to reprogram the, the fail safe that will open the doors. Do you know basic? And Hopper didn't know anything, didn't know anything about what he was, ta- what he was talking about. And Bob Newby basically stepped up and said, you know, I, I know basic. I can't just teach you basic. What do you want me to do, teach you French? Um, he's like, look, I can do it. Um, so Hopper gives him a gun, gives him a flashlight, uh, and he tells him, look, you do not wait for me. And Hopper's like, I will get them out. That's Bob Newby. Bob Newby, superhero. Hey, we see Jonathan and Nancy for the first time in a little while. Um, they're actually trying to get past the gate at the lab. The power's out, uh, and they're not able to get in. They realize no one's there, um, and they hear something in the woods. And what is it? There's something coming. They see flashlights, and, oh, it's Steve, Dustin, Lucas, and Max. And I wrote down, people are starting to team up. I love this, exclamation point, exclamation point. Four exclamation points. I've, I've said it before, and I said it again. When you're off running your own little adventures, it's great. But when those adventures start to come together and the entire gang starts to get together, I love it. I love it. And this, of course, is the episode where everybody gets together and there's only one episode left. But it all happens here. So this this chunk of the gang, uh, you know, while they're kind of meeting up and saying hello to everybody, then they hear the roars of the monster coming from inside the lab. Back inside the lab, we see Bob kind of working his way down to the breaker room. Um, has some you know tense moments, sees some dead bodies. Uh, there's a steam kind of pipe that breaks, of, cor- of course, to scare him. Um, but he finds the breaker room, turns on all the main power. And outside, Nancy notices that the power's back on, but the gate's still not opening. Um, Dustin, kind of being a pest, is like, let me do it. Let me try it. Let me try it. You know, uh, Jonathan wasn't able to open it. And Dustin's yelling at him to let him try it like that's going to do something special. 
But then inside the lab, Bob reboots the system, which opens everything, including the gate, and of course, Dustin thinks that he did it. Now, when that happens, all the security cameras come back on, and they notice, everybody notices the kind of the anarchy and the Demogorgons attacking everybody uh, all over the lab on the cameras. So Bob, and they notice that there's some heading towards Bob, so Bob has a great idea, and he turns on the sprinklers to scare some of the monsters away, which is pretty great. Um, so that's it. They're able to leave Hopper, Joyce, Mike, and Will, and Owens, except Owens does the brave thing because he is not Dr. Brenner. He is not Dr. Brenner. He does the brave thing, and he stays behind. He stays behind to help guide Bob out with the walkie-talkie. Everyone else pretty much gets out pretty easily. And Bob almost has a clear shot out, but uh, luckily Owens notices right at the... Well, I say luckily like it really matters in the end, but he notices that a Demogorgon, Demogorgon, Demogorgon is coming around the corner and he very quickly gets... Bob to hide in a closet. How you holding up to Bob? You right? Yeah. Yeah. Got a pretty clear shot to the front door. Okay. You can do this, okay? You're all, you're almost home free, all right, Bob? Stupid, stupid broom. I mean, he almost made it. And he ran. And he actually, I'd say he did make it. But he had that one moment where he looks over at Joyce and smiles. And it stays on him too long. And you think, well, this isn't going to end good. And boom, Bob Newby, superhero. Attacked by Demogorgons, Demogorgons, Demodogs. I like Demogorgon. Um, And he's basically eaten and ripped to shreds. Oh, Bob, 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 Bob. One is on top of him, then more come. Hopper starts shooting at them, but he realizes they have to leave Bob behind. Joyce is devastated, um, and he just pulls her out, and at that exact moment, awesomely, Jonathan and Nancy pull up. Hopper grabs the rest of the kids, and guess what? They're all together. So Jonathan and Nancy uh, have Will, Mike, and um, Joyce, and Hopper pulls up to get Dustin, Lucas, Max. Is that everybody? Dustin, Lucas, Max, and Steve. Um, so the entire gang is finally together. But let's take a moment to say, Bob, rest in peace, my friend. They say Goonies never die. So, Bob, you're still with us. Even though you died. So we cut over to the buyer's house. 
everybody is there. Will is passed out. Jonathan is trying to talk to him, just trying to get through to him. Um, Hopper is on the phone talking to some law enforcement. I don't know exactly who. He's trying to report everything that's going on, but you can see he's not getting anywhere. The kids are all pissed off. They feel like they have to go do something, and Hopper just yells at them that they're going to stay there and they're going to wait for help. He goes and checks on Joyce, who is, you know, devastated. I mean, she found some, a great guy, and he's gone. She's had to deal with a lot of crap. Um, and he doesn't say anything. He doesn't hug her. He just sits on the floor, and they sit together quietly, which is, uh, I just thought, pretty sweet. Just a nice little sweet gesture. Um, back outside in the main part of the house, Mike sees some of the, the, the toys that, um, and brain teasers that Bob brought over. And he tells the rest of the kids a uh, a cool little story that Bob actually was the originator of Hawkins AV. Hawkins AV is the club that they're in. Um, he said he taught Mr. Clark, their teacher, everything he knew about AV. Uh, and he said that, you know, you can't just let Bob die in vain. We can't let him die in vain. Well, what do you want to do, Mike? All right, the chief's right on this. We can't stop those demo dogs on our own. Demo dogs? Demogorgon, dogs, demodogs. It's like a compound. It's like, it's like a play on words, you know? Okay. It's like a, I mean, when it was just Dart, maybe. But there's an army now. Precisely. His army. What do you mean? His army. Maybe if we stop him, we can stop his army, too. Shadow monster. We got Will that day in the field. The doctor said it was like a virus. It infected him. And so this virus, it's connecting him to the tunnel? To the tunnels, to the monsters, to the upside down, to everything. Whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down. Okay, so the shadow monster's inside everything. And if the vines feel something like pain, then so does Will. And so does Dart. Yeah, it's like what Mr. Clark taught us. The hive mind. Hive mind? A collective consciousness. It's a super organism. And this is the thing that controls everything. It's the brain. Like the mind flayer. What? The Mind Flayer. What the hell is that? It's a monster from an unknown dimension. It's so ancient that it doesn't even know its true home. Okay, it enslaves races of other dimensions by taking over their brains using its highly developed psionic powers. Oh my god, none of this is real. This is a kid's game. No, it's a manual, and it's not for kids. And unless you know something that we don't, this is the best metaphor. Analogy. Analogy. That's what you're worried about. Fine, but an analogy for understanding whatever the hell this is. Okay, so this mind flamer thing. Flayer, mind flayer. What does it want? To conquer us, basically. You know, it, it believes it's the master race. Uh, like the like the Germans. Uh, the, the Nazis? Yeah, 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 the Nazis. Uh, if the Nazis were from another dimension, to- totally. Uh, it views other races like us as inferior. It wants to spread and take over other dimensions. We are talking about the destruction of our world as we know it. That's great. That's great. That's really great. Okay, so if this thing is like a brain that's controlling everything, then if we kill it, we kill everything it controls. We win, theoretically. All right, great. So how do you kill this thing? Shoot it with fireballs or something? No, no, no no fireballs. Uh, You summon an undead army uh, because... Because the zombies, you know, they, they don't they don't have brains, and the the mind flayer it 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 likes brains. It's just a game. It's a game. What the hell are we doing here? 
I thought we were waiting for your military backup. We are. But even if they come, how are they going to stop this? You can't just shoot this with guns. You don't know that. We don't know anything. We know it's already killed everybody in that lab. And we know the monsters are going to molt again. And we know that it's only a matter of time before those tunnels reach this town. They're right. We have to kill it. I want to kill it. Me too. Me I... too, Joyce. Okay, but how do we do that? We don't exactly know what we're dealing with here. No, but he does. If anyone knows how to destroy this thing, it's Will. He's connected to him. He'll know his weakness. I thought we couldn't trust him anymore. That he's a spy for the Mind Flayer now. Yeah, but... He can't spy if he doesn't know where he is. Yes, yes, I understand. That audio clip was long. That was a few minutes long. But it had so much jam-packed in it that I had to play the whole thing. And when we got Dustin saying the Demodogs for the first time, so I can start saying Demodogs without saying, oh, we haven't heard that yet, even though I've used that before. Um, we start hearing about the Mind Flayer for the first time. You know, the first season, they kind of um, use the term Demodor- Demogorgon based on Dungeons & Dragons, and this year they're uh, using the Mind Flayer, another Dungeons & Dragons creature, Um Basically, they're using it as an analogy because they, Mike realizes that, you know, um, the Demodogs are his army, and if we can stop him, maybe we can stop his army, basically bringing up the idea of the hive mind, meaning kill the head and, you know, everything else dies with it. Um, and, of course, it's pretty much based on a toy, which was kind of funny, but they did have the right idea. The right idea meaning that this thing wants to uh, take over, and if to defeat it, they uh, to defeat everything, they have to basically lop off the head. And Joyce is all for it. But the cool thing is, is they're like, how do we do it? Um, and he's like, Mike's like, Will. Will will know. Will has to know. He's the spy. He, if, if anybody knows his weakness, it's Will. Um, and but they're like, how do we, you know, how do we use Will? He's our spy. And it's cool because he says, well, you know, Will can only spy. He, Will can't spy on us if he doesn't know where he is. So we end up getting this, uh, some montage and some character moments where they're going to clean out the entire shed. Basically clean out the shed and make it look ex- like nothing he's ever seen before. They put up weird paper, they put up trash, they cover everything so that it doesn't look like any place they've been before. Um, During this, Dustin apologizes to Lucas about Dart. He says he understands if Max, you know, he wants Max to take his place in the party. He's like, Max is not my girlfriend. And Dustin's like, you know, I saw you guys holding hands. He goes, "I, I felt it between you two. And Lucas is like, what? He's like, the electricity. There's also a scene where, um, Max and Mike are together, and Max is trying to break through to Mike, telling him how awesome Eleven was he heard from Lucas. And Mike is like, well, he shouldn't have told you that. Um, he was still really pissy to her. And, uh, you know, she you could see it's, it's bothering Max, and Mike needs to snap out of it. So they get the shed all together, unrecognizable, and then... They bring Will in, tie him up to a chair, put these giant lights on him like he's being interrogated. And I think it was ammonia that Hopper used 
to wake him up. So Hopper, Mike, Jonathan, and Joyce are in the shed. Nancy, Dustin, Steve, Lucas, and Max are hanging out in the house. They're just kind of, they have no idea what's going on. They're waiting. Max is concerned. You know, what what happens if um, he finds out where we are? And Lucas doesn't hold back at all when he says, Judgment Day. So inside the shed, uh, Will wakes up, and he is confused. And he starts screaming at his mom and screaming, Why am I tied up? Why am I tied up? And his voice changes like it gets deeper and just, it's, it's like almost, well, it's like he's possessed. And it's freaky. And you heard that. That was the audio that opened up the show. Mike and Jonathan are just watching, horrified. You know, so Joyce starts talking to him calmly about his birthday and all these crayons that he he got all these cool Star Wars toys from his friends, but all he cared about were those crayons. And he drew for hours and he made his own he made a spaceship, but it wasn't from Star Wars or from a movie, it was his own spaceship. His mom was so proud of it, she brought it to work, bragged about it, hung it up, made him so embarrassed. She's just basically trying to break through to him. Uh, and then Jonathan does the same thing. He talks about a memory about when their dad left. And the two of them uh, made castle buyers for the first time. They're just trying to get to Will. Uh, and they stayed up all night. And then Mike tells a nice little story about the first day of kindergarten. And Mike didn't know anybody. And he was sad. And he walked up to Will and he asked him if he wanted to be his friend. And Will said yes. Just like that. He said it was the best decision he ever made. And you see Will kind of looking at them. And you think, you know, maybe they got through. Maybe he's going to, you know, talk to them. And all he says, all he does is look at his mother and says, let me go. And he keeps saying, let me go. And Hopper just like, he's distraught. But he looks down and he notices Will, his two little fingers on the right side, tapping, tapping something on the chair. What happened? I think he's talking. He's not with words. Hey, what is that? Morse code. H E R E. Here. Will's still in there. He's talking to us. Awesome. So Jonathan goes and grabs his boombox and starts cranking the clash. Um, basically. As a diversion, really. They just start talking to Will about everything. He starts talking to Will about the song. Um, but it's just a cover. It's, you know, they just start talking to him about everything. Joyce is talking to him about being a good kid, how he gave a toy to a girl. Uh, Mike is talking to him about Dungeons and & Dragons. And meanwhile, meanwhile, he just keeps tap, tap, tapping away. And uh, Hopper is watching him and using the walkie-talkie to kind of relay the tap tap um, dot dot dash Morse code back to um, the kids in the house and they're deciphering it and they got C L O S E G A T E close gate and then the phone rings oh shit 
the phone rings and Will hears the phone and his eyes start rolling around. Um, the Mind Flayer basically figured out where they were. Will knows that, that ring. Will knows what that, that telephone sounds like. Will knows that this is his house. And now the Mind Flayer does too. He's tracked them. So quickly, Joyce gives him uh, medicine to knock him out. Uh, but it's too late. I mean, they're all running into the house. Hopper grabs a shotgun. It's too late. They hear the monsters coming. So they run into the house. Hopper has an extra gun, and he wants to uh, give it to Jonathan, and he kind of freezes. And it's cool because Nancy's like, I know how to do it. So she gives Nancy, he gives Nancy the gun, and they are just ready. So you got Hopper with a gun, Nancy with a gun. Lucas has his wrist rocket. Uh, Mike has look like some kind of chalice, um, just ready to, uh, to fight because what else can they do? And uh, they're coming. You can hear them coming. You can hear, like, the monsters. They're getting closer. They're getting closer. But then, wait. Something's going on outside. You can hear a struggle. You can hear some of them scream. And then all of a sudden, smash! One of the monsters flies through the window. But he's not there to attack. He falls on the floor, dead. And then there's nothing calm and then they all turn because they hear the door start to unlock it unlocks itself from the outside and when the door opens in walks in Eleven looking so badass that it's awesome I actually wrote down the entire last episode was worth it for this moment Everyone is in shock. You know, this is the new Eleven. She's got the hair grease back. She still has that punk look. Um, everyone is freaked out, but none more than Mike. He, you know, she looks like she's on the verge of tears and smiling. He's on the verge of tears and smiling. Uh, her nose is bleeding from using her powers. And that's it. That's how it ends. I mean, come on. Awesome, awesome ending. And that's the type of ending that a Netflix show just makes you want to jump right into the next episode. But, my friends, that will not be happening for us. At least not today. Because that's the end of Episode 8, The Mind Flayer. Stranger Things 2, also known as Stranger Danger 16. Uh, last season, there was only eight episodes. But this season, we have nine. And I like to think of it as eight episodes with our story and one extra one for 11. Um, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. What did we learn today? See, this is what I like to do at the end of every episode. I like to talk about what we learned. And I wonder, do we learn a lot? A lot happened, but do we learn a lot? Well, we learned that Bob's a hero. Bob's a superhero, and Bob risked his life to save everybody and gave his life. Uh, we learned that Owens really uh, is not the, a Brenner. He's a good guy. He ultimately will do what is right. What does that mean for him? We don't know yet. He's still in the lab. Uh, we learned that um, now... At least Lucas knows about Dart. I don't know if Mike knows yet. 
but at least Lucas knows. Um, and that's out in the air. I think Lucas and Matt and, and uh, uh, Dustin are going to be okay. We'll, we'll see. We still see that Max and um, Mike are, aren't very friendly. Uh, we learned that you can trick this monster. You can, um, if you, if it's using a host as a spy, you can make the host uh, sleep, and the monster cannot be uh, cannot track where you are. And it turns out if you trick the host to not know where he is or she is, in this case, it's Will uh, hiding in what he didn't realize was his shed, then the monster can't use Will's. Um, knowledge to figure out where everybody is. So um, that was pretty cool. Um, we also got a Dungeons and Dragons name for the monster. Um, Though the Demogorgon creatures, we can now, we at least they now refer to them as Demodogs. And the uh, Shadow Monster, they're now referring to as the Mind Flayer, which is kind of that Dungeons and Dragons creature that will take over. Uh, any race and use it um, as his own and he's, it's the hive mind aspect that they uh, think could possibly be what this is basically kill the head and everything dies with it uh, that remains to be seen but I think that's everything that we learned in this episode um, oh and of course the entire entire gang is now together um, you know, I, I think I said the entire gang was together before. That's not true. Now they're together uh, because Eleven is here to save the day. And that, my friends, is about everything I can discuss with Episode 8, The Mind Flayer. Um, a day late, but, you know, hey, commitment, man. I woke up right away this morning and recorded this episode, and it probably shows with the quality of talking and the quality of production. But that's okay. I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys for downloading. If you have a moment to uh, subscribe, if you're not subscribing uh, to this ep- to this uh, podcast, uh, there's only one left, my friends. Next week is the season finale of Stranger Danger, talking about the season finale of Stranger Things. Um, what happens after that? Probably just going to take a long break on this feed. But if you are not subscribed to this through Geek Mentality, Look up Geek Mentality, because I'm over there. Every Stranger Danger episode is there. You get sporadic episodes about uh, me just talking about things I like. And then every June, you get 30 episodes in 30 days talking about 30 different movies. It's movie month. This is going to be the fifth annual movie month coming up. Um, So I would love you to check that out. And uh, everything is available over at our website, which is fansnotexperts.com. We have a new Metallica podcast that you can check out if you're into heavy metal There's an old Iron Maiden podcast that I'm reposting and I'm bringing back to life. Um, And, of course, we have a wrestling podcast. We have a podcast about uh, uh, Boy Meets World. It's called Man Meets World. Uh, We have a bunch of podcasts over at fansnotexperts.com, so check it out. And they're all available on iTunes. So thank you guys for listening. Um, And, I mean, mean, this is it. It all comes down to one final episode. Uh, Find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality. And until next week, and I plan on saying next Friday, I'm not going to fall asleep this time, everybody. Until then, 
Beware the Demogorgon. And what I really meant to say is beware the Mind Flayer. Beware them all. But Eleven is here to save us. Fans not experts.